Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And more importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. Wacky wild card weekend is in the books. Six games done, kaput. Got the divisional round on taps. We are here with your weekly recap and look ahead to the week to come in this playoff fun filled action. You can find me on Twitter at BD and my coast is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing? Uh, you know, every day you move away from a playoff loss like that, you're doing a little better, but still fairly miserable. So uh, about halfway through my Steelers podcast that I listened to where they're breaking it down and, you know, it's all offseason talk now and 20th overall pick and that kind of stuff. And that is depressing. But Replacing Big Ben. Yeah. I mean, the seven seeds from the Keystone State did not uh, hold up very well this no. weekend. So, you know. No. Uh, but maybe next year, but ain't it was not to be this year. So no, it was not to be. And it was weird because last year was the first year the expanded playoffs and the wild card weekend was like, it seemed like I, I might just be pulling this out of my rear end, which I've been told I'm good at. Um, <laughs> it felt like they were all like awesome games. Like you're on the edge of your seat. At least the most of the weekend was pretty like action packed. And you, it also helped. You had three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and they didn't go for the money grab on Monday. But um this this weekend there was kind of two good games because they were close. Everything else is a blowout. So yeah. we'll see where this keeps going. But uh, we'll just start recapping it and giving our thoughts on each and every game. And one of the two close games kicked off Wild Card Weekend on Saturday. The Bengals and the Raiders. Bengals come out on top 26-19, breaking that streak where they sent out the great tweet afterwards. The Bengals did that. Feel send free to send text. that text. So yeah. it's a, it's a beautiful joke. They're living with it and having fun. The Raiders made it interesting because it started out looking not so interesting, and they had a chance at the end to force overtime, but they didn't do it. But in the end, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, they got the job done. CJ Uzma found the house for those that uh, paid attention to the podcast. So, uh, mm-hmm. yes, good stuff there. Yeah, Uzama was uh, pretty solid. Uh, Zay Jones, Zay Jones uh, was a decent call, 5 for 61 and a touchdown. Um, you know, the the Raiders were made a valiant effort at that comeback, but, uh, you know, you, you I love Derek Carr, but you don't want him throwing the ball 54 times in a game, you know, and that's kind of the position they put themselves in by getting down uh, early. And look, the the Bengals look, there is so much talent in the AFC right now, and the Bengals look fairly unstoppable, uh, but they're going to go on the road and play a team that, I mean, how did we even see maybe just the opener where Derek Henry and A.J. Brown were playing, right? Yeah, so, it's been a while. Um, it's been a little bit, so there's nothing to say that it's all going to click in, in the first game where they're all back together here for Tennessee, but uh, Cincinnati looks absolutely dangerous, and they were for sure a contender for the AFC Championship, without a doubt. And, um, you know, I know a controversial play ended this game, uh, or, you know, not ended it, but was involved at the end of this game just don't put yourself in a position to let the refs ruin your game, you know, and, and I know that's easy, easy to say and close games are close. We want to get the calls right and everything. Refs are imperfect as well. Um, I know Raiders fans don't want to hear that. And, you know, if you guys know me, you know, I'm not going to stand up for the Bengals very often. So, 
Um, not something that I'm going to do, but Joe Burrow looks unstoppable. I thought that, um, you know, the bad coverage was going to go to T Higgins. It did not. He got shut down and Jamar chase had the big game. They're using him a little bit like Debo too. He had uh, three mm -hmm. runs in this game for 23 yards. That was an in interesting little wrinkle that they, uh, brought out, but yeah, Cincinnati moves on and Vegas is, uh, uh, up in the draft fired mike mayock today too so yeah, fired mike uh, mayock hopefully he's on the nfl network before the draft uh, dude i hope so best. that's the first Absolute thing best. i thought of and i know yep. he's going to want another job and maybe he takes a year off or something but uh, mayock yep. i would love to see Get you on, on nfl desk. network again he's the best so simply the best there's no reason to watch any other coverage outside of uh in this league doing coverage that's of right. the draft but um thank you bob it's yeah. You know, you're my boy, but um, <laughs> I, the same thing. I have a group text with my Wisconsin buddies, and when Mayak went, I sent the, the text. It was an hey, Mayak's out. First response: Hope he's on the NFL Network for the draft. Like yep. everybody feels the same way. It's it's so simple. Yeah. He's so he makes good. it just so much better. I look, Daniel Jeremiah does a great job too. Uh, outstanding True. analyst, but uh, for the TV side, man, Mayak is just outstanding. The best can't get better the than best. him. And what can't get any better than him did get better on Saturday night. Probably the greatest Patriots playoff game I've ever witnessed on TV. <laughs> it was absolutely like everything I could have and more besides the Dolphins potentially doing it. But the Bills absolutely throttling the New England Patriots. 47-17 to 17 bloodbath. Uh, Josh Allen was perfect. Scored on every drive. Uh, the Patriots got garbage time points. It wasn't even this close. It was a bloodbath of all bloodbaths. And I loved every minute of it. So here are the, the Bills possessions. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. Then we had halftime. Touchdown, then touchdown, then uh, touchdown, then victory formation. That was the that that was their their drives in this game. A 29 first down, six of seven on third, 174 rushing yards, 308 passing yards. Uh, 482 total yards, three sacks to zero for New England. Um, pretty much everything you could have be done. They didn't punt at all. You know, I mean, just an unbelievable performance, a, a absolute peak performance for the Bills, and they're going to need it next week. So, um, you know, but they they uh, uh, they look good here, man. They looked outstanding. So uh, that that is going to be. A very, very interesting uh, game in Arrowhead next week uh, because the Chiefs looked unstoppable too, but we'll get to them in a little bit. Yeah, it was great to see Singletary once again just get a heavy workload and beast out. It was amazing to see him get it done, and then Josh Allen spread it out. Knox got the first two scores, but then Gabe found the end zone. Diggs found the end zone. Sanders with his DT cleats found the end zone. It was um, it was awesome. It was one of those yeah. games where there's pure – the, the Micah Hyde interception in the Ooh. first half was probably one of the greatest picks I've ever seen because it looks like he has no idea. This is why he's an all-pro people. Like, he'll tell you he saw that ball at least half the time. Like, he, he I think he'll be honest and say he didn't see it the whole time, but he basically <laughs> he, 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 he read the defender. That's what he did. He read the I defender. Mean, it was beautiful. Perfect. It, it was one of those wacky Madden interceptions where a guy comes out of nowhere to get it. And I was actually uh, – you know, it's funny. Most of the time, I'm a grumpy old man, and I watch the the games by myself, right? But I went to uh, a Buffalo Wild Wings to hang out with one of my friends and, and watch that game, and the place went nuts. Like yep. it was uh, fun to be in that it environment again. But uh, yeah, I mean, just um, you know, Bills couldn't miss, and they didn't, and just yep. absolutely crushed New England. Something that they've been waiting to do uh, for a while. So it was good. 
we head to Sunday, and it, it was an ugly start to the day. Buccaneers win 31-15. to They're up 31, I believe, to nothing in this game. And they kind of just coasted to the finish line. The Eagles got a couple garbage time scores in the end. This was all Brady and company the whole way. Um, you got Vaughn getting the job done because his playoff Lenny was out yet again. But Gronk was involved. Evans had a, f- a huge game. It uh, it was easy sailing for the Buccaneers. Yeah, it really was. I mean, you know, the number one rush offense in the league just couldn't get it going. You had 39 yards from Hertz, a lot in garbage time. You had, um, you know, one rush for 34 yards and a score for Boston Scott. Maybe you give it to him more than one time. But uh, Miles Sanders, 2.3 yards per carry on seven carries. Just ineffective. And like I said, you know, when you have the best rushing defense, in my opinion, in the Bucks versus the best rushing offense, you know, this Eagles team becomes one-dimensional. You put it all on the, the back of Jalen Hurts, and he did his damn, just 23 of 43, but two picks, you know. Um, in his first, uh, his first ever, um, playoff start. And it was, you know, one of those things where how long are we going to do this with Tom Brady? Uh, yep. Jalen hurts was nine when Brady played his first playoff game or whatever. You know what I mean? So, uh, we're just, well, did you see the he, Matt castle tweet afterwards? No. What'd he say? He said something along the lines and I'm just going to paraphrase. It was like, I always thought I have to grow up and tell my kids who this Tom Brady guy was I'd play with, but something tells me their kids might get to see him play in due time. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I saw a meme like that. It said, uh, my dad saw Terry Bradshaw. I saw Joe Montana. My kids saw Tom Brady. Their kids will see Tom Brady and their kids will see Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. It's just, uh, you know, picture this. It's 2060 and Brady's on the cover of Madden, you know. Yep. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, they just rolled. Um, lost some offensive linemen, though, in yeah. that game. And that Worf's is going to beat be. Up. And, you know. We just saw what Von Miller did on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully those guys are going to be ready to go. But that puts a pretty big question mark on that O-line. So uh, we'll see moving forward. But they dominated this one. Uh, the best game of Sunday. And it really, was a, it really wasn't a great game. It, the ending was great. The game was kind of like a mm, throughout it. But the Niners went 23-17 in Big D. They're the only dogs to win this weekend. And... Um, they pretty much dominated this game from the get-go and didn't give up. The Cowboys had their chance late, but really it was the Niners game the whole time. And the ending of the game would have made Joe Judge happy. That's all I know. I, like, I mean. Unbelievable. Who it, drew that play up and thought it was a good idea? I have no no clue. Now, there was a play for the Steelers that Bruce Arians drew up on a fourth down. It's like fourth and 17. It was a Big Ben draw. And I was like, what the F are we doing? That might be the only dumber play than I've seen uh, th- than this was. It was a dumb play call and dumb season on the line. And, you uh, and I don't know if Dak did that himself or if Kellen Moore called that. No, the, was, what they, the, everything I heard, and it could just be covering for Dak's ass. Who knows? It was but called. it was Kellen Moore called it in the headset and McCarthy uh-huh. okayed it before it went through to Dak. Then uh, I am no longer considering Kellen Moore for my head coaching job. I know that's if what I, I said. I would have, I would have, that, that is, it's, you know, I get the gambling aspect and everything, but that's too big a gamble. And how dare you sit there and blame the referees for your loss when you have 14 penalties in this game yep. and gave it away. You know, uh, Dak should have been running this whole game. Like I said, he didn't run the whole game. He had four rush attempts for 27 yards, and most of them came on that last run. So that's 17-yard run. So um, just not a great, uh, you know, this is Mike McCarthy getting out coached, Dak getting outplayed. Again. Uh, we made, we were waiting for the big mistake from Jimmy G and we got it and they yep. still couldn't win. 
Yep. So, um, you know, Eli Mitchell, 27 carries, just doing the work. Debo 20, had 20 plus carries. carries every time, man. It's nuts. Uh, Debo had 10 carries. They won this game on the ground. They dominated Dallas on the ground. So it um, was another Kittle blocking week, like we talked about on the show last week. That's why it's so hard to yeah. roster him, but. He got, I think, one or two catches, maybe. One for 18. That's it. So, But he doesn't care. He'll take it. They won. So, um, you know, this is uh, a huge game, and they got an even taller test uh, coming up against Green Bay. But they look great here. This this game was close at the end, but it was all in a Dallas comeback. A wild wild game, like you said, but uh, the ending was correct, and I do not blame the refs at all. Yeah, there'll be some fun uh, takeaways for like off-season chatter. Like CD Lamb kind of disappeared the last month and a half of the season. Wasn't involved in this game at all. Uh, they'll be. <laughs> what are they doing with the the offense? Because I'm with you. When I heard at first, I'm like, okay, McCarthy's an idiot, but we knew this. But then when I heard <laughs> when I heard uh, who actually made that when Kellen made the call, I was like, oh no, you're supposed to be interviewing for jobs right now. This yep. is not a good look. So bad um, look. Yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. That's gonna be a that'll be a fun discussion play for a few months. I have a feeling so <laughs> that'll be good. And then Sunday's nightcap, which we kind of briefly talked about on yesterday's showdown show, Chiefs win forty two to twenty one. Never in doubt is the best way I'll say it. Uh, five touchdown passes from Mahomes. Kelsey threw a touchdown pass. Uh, they spread it out like they usually do. Daryl Williams let everybody down because he was active, but didn't do anything. It was the Jarek McKinnon show. Which you know, in reality, the way they won, why try to get Williams hurt? That was smart, but uh, it was pure domination. I mean, Daryl Williams did fumble, so uh, yeah, it, but he still wasn't even getting the whirly the load up to that point. No, either. no, McKinnon was the whole thing. He had the yeah. one carry and fumbled it, and they're like, mm, yeah. "Take a seat, son." Exactly. So look, the first quarter, uh, I was like, <laughs> "Wow, you know, we're in this." And then the you know Casey Hayward strip, TJ picks it up, runs it in the end zone, and that was how the first score came. I was like, "Mate." Maybe this is going to happen, but that really woke up Kansas City. And as soon as they started moving Mahomes around and TJ couldn't chase him down, Hayward couldn't chase him down, that was it, you know, because it doesn't really matter who you have back there. You could have Jalen Ramsey in the Rams secondary. It doesn't matter. Uh, you're going to get torched. It's Tyreek Hill, uh, Pringle, Kelsey, you know, wasn't a big fan of offensive linemen uh, scoring touchdown and Kelsey throwing one, but he can't stop it. Shut up, you know. So um, this was – this was just outmatch rosters. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the game plan worked for a quarter, but you can't stop Mahomes when he's on a heater like that. And that's, you know, we're about to get into it, but who do you pick in that Bills Chiefs yeah. game, man? They, both these teams yeah. look unstoppable right now. So uh, that's going to be an absolute barn burner. But yeah, look, the Chiefs are just absolutely dominant. They pounded Pittsburgh twice. And I think. If your team building in the AFC, you need to build to beat the Chiefs. I don't know if anybody um, is going to be able to do that easily. I think, obviously, the Bengals and Bills have the the best uh, chance. Maybe the Titans are built to do it with that run game. But, um, I mean, they just look outstanding, man, and they look pretty unstoppable. When Mahomes gets on this run, uh, there's no one more unstoppable than him. So, uh, great game, game plan by the Chiefs, and it all worked. And uh, here we are in the offseason for Pittsburgh. So I'm pretty sure I already know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Do you just wish that the Chargers and Raiders would have tied so you didn't have to deal with that? 
No, uh, yeah, I figured I, that was your answer, but I had to ask. Well, look, you want you want your team every year to come in with that playoff mentality, right? You know, we made the playoffs last year. We we got to get in the playoffs again, you know. So I I want to be in the playoffs, even when you lose like this, you know. And on my Steelers podcast, they were like, "So was the Jaguars, the Browns, or the Chiefs loss? Which one was the worst?" And the Browns won a hundred percent. You know, this one doesn't even compare to that. I. I did not expect to win this game. I expected to win against Cleveland and we lost at home um, and broke the Browns playoff win streak for the first time in forever. So, uh, you know, that was way, way worse, but this still, it, it doesn't feel great, Bob. I'll say that. All right. Monday night football. We thought this game would be closer. We both picked the Cardinals in this game, but the Rams dismantled Arizona. Matt Stafford ran a touchdown in through a couple cup got into the end zone. OBJ got in the end zone. Cam Akers looked great. Um, Kyler Murray looked like he was seeing ghosts. He had pressure up him all day long from Vaughn Miller and company. And, um, I beat Bogdan in the showdown. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, uh, that strange, strange things happen right in the playoffs. So it's wacky, wild things. Obviously that was one of them, but, uh, look, uh, we said both these teams backed into the playoffs and whoever's quarterback is going to get right, uh, is going to win this game. I thought it was going to be Kyler. It was not, it was Matt Stafford. And really, it was just Kyler playing terrible football, having to run for his life, throwing two picks. One of them was for a score. And, you know, that's not a, hopefully Buda Baker's OK. That was nasty. Yeah. So um, he said he's got feeling in all extremities and everything. So he's supposed to be just they're, they're just doing a concussion right now. Good, good. So uh, hopefully he recovers. But uh, Akers out touched Sonny Michelle, too, which was good, big. And, and that he had that 40 yard catch from OBJ, by mm. the way, which was pretty cool but uh i mean the rams won this game on defense and um they're gonna need it man so uh they, they, they're gonna need it going up against the champs so uh gonna be a real fun week definitely is let's talk about that fun week we got four games two saturday two sunday as usual later in the week we'll have two shows for you we'll have a saturday show and a sunday show they'll be released on friday and saturday to get you ready for each two game slate we'll have our picks and bets and our dfs plays on those shows mm-hmm. But for now, we'll give a little early thoughts on the action. And it kicks things off on Saturday at 4.30 Eastern. Bengals, Titans. Titans is three and a half. This one got uh, the return Derrick Henry up for assuming full go. I would see why not. Obviously, A.J. Brown's there. Julio Jones got a lot of work the last game. If he can be just more than just a shadow out there, will be tremendous for this team. And we know they can bow up on defense. Like, Rabel, he's turning into a little mini Belichick the way he's doing things with this team that probably is overachieving every year right now so uh should be a fun game but man this Bengals team lively lively bunch they look good what you need to do if you're tennessee in my opinion is you know do what you do with derrick henry feed him the rock keep uh, cincinnati on the sideline and make them get and and hit burrow that's what vegas didn't do yes. we expected them to and they didn't do it you gotta hit burrow you gotta get him shaky look it takes a lot to get to him. Like I said, the hardest hit I've ever seen in my life on a quarterback was uh, UCF versus LSU in the Fiesta Bowl. And uh, Burrow just gets blasted in that game. And he gets up, shakes it off, and they win. So he can he can take some hits, man. But um, you got to get to him. You got to harass him. You got to move him off his spot. Uh, and Tennessee's going to have to do that. This is a tall task for Tennessee. And all the pressure's on them, too, because they're at home, number one seed, all that stuff. And since he's just kind of playing loose right now. So I think I'm probably going to be taking Cincy in this game as disgusting as it is for those words to come out of my mouth. But um, I don't know. They just don't look very beatable right now. They look great. 
I'm glad this is on recording Oof. on audio and video on the line to start YouTube channel, yeah. folks. You guys, there's evidence of of Bengals coming or coming to the Bengals dark side. This no is one great. Said that. I don't um, it's gonna be fun to watch. Like you said, if you can get to, you gotta get to Burrow, and if you can't, you gotta basically prevent the big play and make them put drives together. That'd be my biggest thing. Look, is, it, we haven't seen Tennessee operate with Henry and AJ Brown and, so and everybody so healthy. So uh, well, th- and this most, is the healthiest they've been all year. And you can run on Cincinnati. That's one thing. We know that. You can run on Cincy. Um, the thing with Derrick Henry and company is what makes them so good is, yes, he can get going early. But more often than not, it's wearing the team down and he breaks it in the second half. That means you have to keep it close to that point. And yeah. that's where it gets fun because Cincy literally can score on one play. Like, they are explosive. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun to see what, what news comes out this week and how this line shifts when we give our picks later on. But – it's going to be a lively one. Very, very good game to kick off the weekend. And to cap off Saturday night, the game I am looking forward to. I'm looking forward to a lot, all these games pretty much. But this one so much because my Niner friends here who I usually support when I need to. But when they're facing my Packers, we do not support them. The Packers are at home, minus six. It's supposed to be about 20 degrees at kickoff. Uh, maybe even lower. Chance, 30 to 35% chances of snow right now. This is going to be a fun one, Boggs. Yeah, it is, and I do expect the Packers to win this game, right? But uh, Niners look good, man, and Debo's a weapon. The run game has been working, so, um, you know, it, it's, to me, a lot is going to rest on the health of, of Nick Bosa. Can, can he yeah, come he's in? A, he's in concussion protocol, and they're saying he should be fine. Can he clear, and, and is he going to be available for this game? Because that is going to be, he is just such a difference Necessary. maker on yeah. defense because you saw when he went out, yeah. Dallas started to come back. So, uh, you know, Fred Warner, I don't think is going to be back. I, I didn't see his official diagnosis. No, he is. Not he is. Good. No, is the, he really? The reports came back. He he tweeted it out. And then um, uh, some other beat reporters did. It's a sprained ankle. And he said it looked it looked and felt worse than it was. But after the swelling has gone down, he expects to play on Saturday. OK, well, good. I mean, that's yeah. a huge boost for them, too. Yeah, basically, there's going to be no complaining from the Niners like you got. Yeah, there can't be. And, and even if. Even if those guys were out, you can't, you can't complain, you know, uh, everybody has injuries. You're not special. You get no sympathy, you know? So, um, yeah, but this should be an interesting game. Another classic matchup, right? Niners Packers classic matchup should be a lot of fun. I just don't think I can trust Jimmy G going into a cold environment like that. That's my biggest thing. He's, he's probably, he made the mistake in the Dallas game and it almost cost him. So, uh, that's really what it's going to boil down to for me, but it, you know, if he plays clean, they can win. So we'll see. Yeah, this game's going to be better. Like on paper, like if you just didn't know any better, you'd think Packers roll type situation. But this Niners team's good. Like if they somehow get past the Packers, I, I think they got a real shot to go the whole <laughs> way because they they got defense. They can run the football. We talked about it time and time again. It's the old saying: if you can travel with your defense and your running game, you can beat anybody. And they've shown that. So. Uh, and do just if Jimmy can do just enough without screwing it up, like you already said, is he almost did enough to, to screw it up against <laughs> Dallas, but he didn't. Um, it'll be interesting on a on a cold. Even Saturday one mistake will break you against the Packers. Yep, exactly. So you you got to play clean because Rodgers is going to. Rodgers might start out slow, but he's going to find your weakness. And he's going to kill you in the end. Of By it. the way, let's say the Niners win this game and mm-hmm. get to the NFC Championship. Are you? Going to Trey Lance next year after you spent a bunch of first round picks on him? No, nope. can't like you can't, you right? Can't. No, and that's that was a lot of the stuff like around this area, a lot of the chatter because like I've told you guys on the, the show before, um, 
it's like 50 50 maybe like 65 35 at times of my niner friends want nothing to do with jimmy g they hate him with a passion because of those moments where he loses you football games what does the but, 20th pick sound like san francisco yeah. fans you guys like that pick but they're, they're they're both saying it flat out like if he gets us like farther it's tough to say no type thing so yeah. Yeah, it's a very interesting conversation point. As for sure. Ann Rogers, <laughs> like I, I've been told by many so far, he's 0-3 in his lifetime in the playoffs versus the Niners. So mm. keep that in mind as well. Yeah. Trend, Sunday, uh, I'll yeah. take trends that don't matter for 500 dollars Exactly. I, I'll, I'll keep the uh, guy with a chip on his shoulder this year. I'll keep that one going for me. <laughs> Not to mention he was it's always overlooked by the Niners for Alex Smith. That never gets old. Um, Sunday, 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 kicking things off. Rams at Bucks. We saw this Rams team look great on Monday Night Football and SoFi. Defense was ready to rock and roll. Offense got clicking. But now you face a Bucks team whose offense is clicking. Defense is fine. This should be a battle of who screws up less. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tristan Wirfs is in a boot right now with his ankle. Um, from, I don't know how he I came saw. back in. I don't know how right. he came back in last game. Let's see. They said Ryan Jensen will go until Friday. Uh, that it's going to take until Friday before they know. So if you lose two big offensive linemen against this front four, um, I'm you. You're going to see a late shift in this line if the, these guys are both ruled out because it it'll be late when they're both ruled out. Yep. Um, you know, but uh, you'll see a shift. And and is Leonard Fournette going to be healthy enough to play? He wasn't this week too? We expected him back, and he wasn't. So. Those are big factors, but also, you know, now Matt Stafford has to go on the road and prove he can win a road playoff game. This is a huge test for him. This is why they brought him in, though. They spent a ton of draft capital to bring him in, and, you know, they, they got to win in this window when you can have him and Cooper Cup and Aaron Rodgers and Cam, uh, Aaron Donald and Cam Akers and, and all these guys, Jalen Ramsey, all in the same squad. This is your window. You may have two years three years max to win in this window. So this is where you have to do it. And um, I don't know, man, it's tough to pick against Tom Brady in the playoffs because he just wins yeah. every year. It's very, stupid, very, very so. tough. And uh, they put out a tweet, some meme that uh, it was Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady total wins versus the NFC in the postseason, And they're tied. <laughs> think so think about that. I, I, bog one already, year in the NFC. Yeah, one think year. about why it's really funny. And you make it's like, all Super Bowls. <laughs> yep. God, Super Bowls and one run in, in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. Uh, what else is ridiculous will be Sunday night. Absolutely. Like, as much as I'm looking forward to Saturday night, Sunday night just might be pure get your popcorn ready. Bills, Chiefs. It's um it's it's gonna be a doozy. An absolute doozy. It's at 6 30 Eastern, 3 30 Pacific. Um, tuck the kids in early. I don't care. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's like two ways I see this playing out, and I can't wait to kind of dig into it more this week. It's we might just have the fireworks show totals 55, which is just nuts in a playoff game. And like we could probably both see that going over at the same time. This Buffalo secondary is legit. We've seen this Chiefs team start to bow up from time to time. Like, it, I wouldn't be shocked if it's like 24 to 20 in the end because these guys just beat up on each other i'm leaning towards the other side of that spectrum but it wouldn't shock me either at the same time dude 55 that's a heck of a total i mean it might be that at halftime you know uh i hope it is i hope it's a track meet because i would just be i hope it's like that monday night game we got a few years ago with uh who was it uh chiefs and rams was it chiefs rams yeah chiefs and rams give yeah, me that exactly give me that yeah i, I mean look this looks like this could be the Super Bowl right here. You know, yeah. whoever wins this game. Um, 
And I think whoever wins this game will be favored uh, next week, regardless of if they're going to Tennessee or playing at home. So um, I, I, this is a huge game. Uh, th- this might be for the whole AFC. This could be for the whole marbles here. So um, uh, I will not be picking against Patrick Mahomes. I know that. So uh, Josh Allen looked, I mean, they scored on every drive. They were flawless last week. So um, I just don't, you're not going to be that flawless against uh, the chiefs. So uh, this, this is a tough game to pick. It's going to be a great one. Should be the best game of the week. What we yep. knows, we know anytime you say that it's going to be 51 to 17 now or something yep. stupid. So uh, we'll see, but I, uh, I'm, this is the game of the week, man. Everybody's going to be waiting for it. And it's the last one too. So it'll yep. be huge. I just hope they take the flags away from the refs and let these guys play. Cause there's yeah, way you know, too many flags thrown this past weekend. The Wait. 23 penalties called in the Dallas San Francisco game. I mean, these guys are just a little too involved. You know, it's the playoffs. You got to let them play, man. And you know, um, like I said, I, I'm not, I'm not above criticizing officiating, but I am above blaming officiating for an entire loss. Like the hundred percent. Yes. There's still a whole lot of other plays. you can And just, look, it's raw. You know, I don't want to throw, um, I don't want to throw Dak under the bus. It's raw. You know, you have emotions going and all that stuff. You know, Dak's still a good person, but, uh, it's just a dumb thing to say, you know, yeah, it's like, like we've McCarthy said on many too. shows and other people have said too, is. These, the, the whole point of doing post-game interviews is so you get that raw stuff. and, and Until you start interviewing the officials after a game, don't criticize the pros for saying stuff either. I, I just don't understand why that isn't part of the process. You know, just at least the the head, uh, yeah, you make know. Make them answer. Let's have them answer some questions. You know, they, I will say this, they probably don't get paid enough to answer questions right now. So you probably have enough. to pay them more if you're going to drag their name through the mud. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, bad calls. Uh, happen in every game you hope they don't happen at the end and sometimes they do so yep, for sure but that'll be the end of this this journey of recapping your wild card weekend and looking ahead of the divisional round which is going to be awesome so reminder to everybody couple housekeeping notes here check out line star on twitter at line star app and at line star nfl always tweeting out great content to get you going if you're an nba person line star nba all kinds of good stuff there so on and so forth and just download the app in the apple app store the google play store or go to linestarapp.com and it gets you all the tools, all the goods, goodies you need to build your winning lineups across the board. Awesome, awesome stuff there. Check them out on YouTube, Linestar YouTube channel. All the, the good stuff there. But again, little schedule change, kind of like last week. We'll preview the Saturday slate. It'll drop for you on Friday. Well, then we'll preview the Sunday slate. We'll drop for you on Saturday. So get ready for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's us get some more information. Hopefully, help. Yeah, you we out. just want to wait another day to get more news. So yep. and, and break it down for you because it's a. Uh, there's a lot wavering, like Bog said, just the old line situation in Tampa Bay could change things tremendously. So the longer we can wait, the better. As you guys saw with COVID the last couple of months, we'd record and it was basically useless by the time you guys got to go because <laughs> it was just, it was crazy. But uh, we're going to do our best to get you through the postseason and get you some more green screens on your way there. But in order to do so, follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at Pediatric. Good luck, everybody. And we'll catch you guys later this week. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by LineStar App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy.